Welcome back, Splitting Gaps Podcast. Uh, here with Marty Ryan. How are we doing, kid? Doing well, doing well. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Uh, opening day was yesterday, but because we weren't able to get in um, last Friday, uh, we weren't able to run down the Final Four and obviously the championship game, which was a hell of a game, we'll talk about it a little later, uh, was Monday. But uh, I did still want to get into these Final Four games because we had really an all-time classic uh, between Duke UNC. Um, so we'll get into those games a little bit. Uh, first game, Saturday, we had Villanova, Kansas. Um, I think everyone realized that even though Kansas had begun some slack because they hadn't really played anyone up to this point, which is obviously no fault of their own. You play who they put in front of you, but that they were the real deal and they had maybe the most electrifying roster in college basketball. It's funny because everybody had been saying like this whole year, like, this is not Bill Self's most talented team, like all this about Kansas. Pretty like, fucking talented. Yeah, dude. they and they <laughs> went out and wanted like what Self's first uh, title since Chalmers in 07, like oh six, whatever that was. That's that's pretty crazy. I, it, it like this team. I I actually had them winning it all. I won my one pool, which was nice. But no, yeah, the, I the, this Kansas team was just they had everything. Guard play, McCormick had an insane tournament. Like, mm-hmm. and that—that's the other thing about a, that separates a team like Kansas from basically at anyone else is that Jalen Wilson can go for twenty-five, David McCormick could go for twenty-five, Ochai Baji could go for thirty, Christian Braun could go for thirty, Remy Martin stepped up and basically won them that championship yeah, game. Cha- like when you have seven guys. Um, I know I didn't just uh, get slip Mitch Lightfoot in there. Um, <laughs> that man came in and got four fouls, the quickest <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, no, he's got that kind of Shane Battier, just be in there to eat fouls. I'd be, know, cur- I'd be fouls. curious to see if like they're reporting like Mitch Lightfoot will uh, return to school like he was going anywhere else. Like, I'm sure he's got like a cult following at Kansas, though. Like their fan base, you know what I mean? They probably yeah. love Mitch. They probably got a chant for him yeah. and shit. He's got he's he's like the uh the hat in the crowd. That, yeah, that, it's always yeah, there's the, the always Lightfoot Mitch Lightfoot heads. <laughs> um but the one thing about Villanova, I love um Jay Wright. I love Nova basketball. I love how they play, but the one thing is they have the slowest like adjusted pace in college basketball, which means and I, they're so good and so talented that they usually don't have to worry about it. But when you're playing a Kansas a Kansas type team, you cannot play from behind. You know, when when you all you do is take all 30 seconds in the clock, you know, and and set up and you get your one shot down. When a team gets you out and running and gets ahead, it's just not going to work. You know, because then you have to change everything. Everything gets out of rhythm, and that's why it ended up being a 16 point game. Yeah, it was. That game was always going to be hard when Moore went down. Like I just pulled up his stat sheet now. He gives them 15, 5, and 2.5 and a, a game, plays 35 minutes a game. So you got a guy like that who's the way your team is built is around his his play. You know, like that's, that's how they've played the whole year and beating all the good teams that they've beaten. He goes down. It was always going to be tough for them to uh, to pull that off, but... Villanova, I mean, if there was a team to do that, it'd be Villanova because Jay Wright's an absolute wizard. But yeah. It, it, that's so true, though. They had, like, the, what, the, were they dead last? I think like they tempo? were dead last out of, like, 300 Whatever. teams. Yeah, adjusted possessions. And it's it's the way they play. Like, I mean, 
if you're a team that can shoot like that, it makes sense because you're getting an extra point every three that yeah. Gillespie or one of them hits. And not and to that, mention the most efficient and most just perfect point guard that you could ever want running an offense yeah. in Gillespie. And obviously that that adds up and you get a couple of stops and teams are looking, they're down 10 like at halftime. They're like, dude, what happened? Like, And if the games go by quick with that style of play, it's... It's. I mean, it worked for that. They got the final four. I mean, they obviously didn't win it all, but no, Villanova's a fantastic team. And they'll be back. You you look at kind of the box from this game. Thirty four minutes from Jermaine Samuels. Thirty four minutes from Brandon Slater. Thirty from Eric Dixon. Thirty nine from Caleb Daniels. Thirty nine from Colin Gillespie. So you know they're given half their guys are getting a two minute blow, and then they're back out there for the next thirty minutes. And when you got Kansas, who's got basically a fleet coming off the bench that can all run and all get up and down real quick it's it was it was always Kansas way it was it was interesting this year that we're talking about depth is that it seems like a lot of teams in college basketball were not deep at all this year yeah. just horsing their starters which is a testament to conditioning like I'm sure all those people on all those teams that have had to play all those minutes but Kansas was did stand out from that standpoint when you got a Remy Martin coming off the bench like they did go 8-9 deep which was like I said it, that was a rarity this year like I mean look at North Carolina they had barely played six guys Puff, Puff Johnson averaged two points a game yeah, and he was the only other guy that they played so I um, don't know and yeah I'm looking the the difference that and I, Kansas in this game really had a seven seven man rotation um, Remy 21 minutes and 12 from Mitch Lightfoot. But just those two, having those two guys to come in, give the guys, you know, a breather, give some minutes, you can spend some fouls. You know, you're not having to worry so much about Ogbaji um, or McCormick picking up that extra foul because one of those guys will take it. Um, that makes such a huge difference in the span of a 40-minute game. You know, just those two guys instead of five. Adding two guys to rotation that, you know, no, no, no Neither of those guys are, you know, world beaters. Uh, Remy, you know, is I, potential. Remy Martin was an All-American last year, <laughs> he, and he comes to Kansas. He's coming off the bench. It's nuts. Yeah, I, I, uh, well, I mean, he was averaging 18 at Arizona State. Yeah, no, he's very good. I just, I wouldn't want to lose to Remy Martin. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's just me being a dickhead, but yeah, I mean, that might have been the piece that won it, having a guy that could come off the bench like that and just control tempo. And yeah, it's an, yeah, that's that never happens in college basketball. Something like that, someone that talented just playing. Yeah, I'm trying 20, to think. I, I can't. Something like that. No, like it's not like NBA where you'll have an actual six man that yeah. that's his role and he'll still play. You know, thirty minutes a night. But like, like tran- transfers like that. I mean. Look at Shibway, he just won player of the year. There that that's you not obviously to that extent where you're that good, but like you're the you go to a school like that, you transfer there for a reason. Like you're you're gonna be the guy. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't know, obviously Martin wasn't this year. That was he had an electric performance in that championship yeah, game yeah. though. Um I've never seen him shoot like that. Um I don't know if he's I ever didn't seen know him shoot I didn't like know that. he could shoot like that, honestly. I thought he was more of like a slasher, like like mid range kind of guy. Yeah, he it he did always. He's good with the ball, crafty, and gets to his spot. You know, mid range spot. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll go on to the so can yeah Kansas took that one sixteen point game, um, onto the championship to play the winner of the nightcap Duke UNC. 
Um, the whole world was watching this one. Uh, you know, Coach K. Um, is he maybe gonna, clap, is he it gonna get, clap it up? Coach K's done. Yep. Um, kind of a sp- that's a spike clap, by the way. Put everybody out of their misery. Yeah. Um, and so I think most level-headed people were rooting hard for North Carolina just so Coach K could buy it. I will. I will say it has been. It's been a good run that because he always gave us something to just hate. It was, which is nice. I'll give him credit. Val- I, he provided I a valuable him. service. Yes, I appreciate just providing every, like most people and just they, they get to air their grievances just against the TV and Coach K, which was nice. It was nice while it lasted. Yeah, a lot done. of men um, instead of going home and you know maybe smacking around their wife were able to just let out all their emotions on the TV and yeah. Coach K. He saved a lot of marriages. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so this game, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, very simple. We talk about depth. 39 minutes from Manic. Four, all 40 from Caleb Love and Leaky Black. <laughs> 33 from Armando and 36 <laughs> from AJ Davis. Nine from Puff. Three from Dontrez Styles and one minute from Justin McCoy didn't uh, didn't fill the stat sheet. Is, is at that all. the Duke game? Uh, yeah. Wow. So. Obviously, the story of this game was Caleb Love. He was, he looked like the best player in the country. He will forever be remembered as the guy that ended Coach K. Yeah, and it it was so like just perfect that it was North Carolina too because this this was like a, I mean they're obviously very talented because North Carolina is always talented, but like what compared to the, those other teams that have made runs like this, this North Carolina team doesn't come anywhere near it. Like. They, they had, like, 10 losses, like, scuffled in, like, a weak ACC this year, which, I mean, you can obviously make a point that the ACC was great in the tournament, but still, like, an 8-seed Carolina going on this run, and they, they, they're the ones that knock out Duke. Like, it, it was it was great. I don't know. That game, I won some money on it, too, which was obviously an added bonus, but I don't know. No, I mean, as much as I hate the idea of – just all these blue bloods you know what i mean because i think what's special about march is the saint peters and you know i when we have a butler vc you know how the antithesis of butler vcu in the final four is just duke north carolina um but at the end of the day no matter how much i want to hate or be a dickhead you you just watch an unbelievable basketball game. Yeah. Like, this game was That was the time. best game of the tournament. Uh, yeah, sure. it was. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, Brady Manick, 14, but a big 14. Um, big 14. Uh, off 39 minutes. So, he came out slow. But, obviously, a lot of eyes are on him because, you know, the Larry Bird comps and, and yeah. everything he about does, him. He does that to himself. But, you know, what's, what's the kind of guy like that have to do? Hit shots when they count yeah. and really all these they were just clutch north carolina was i know freaking clutch Manic meanwhile duke was missing free throw he after hit, free he throw hit the one three what with a couple minutes or maybe even two like two minutes to go just right in whoever that was his mouth like he was like extremely guarded yeah. like two steps behind the line just yucked the three yeah and swished it and i know we were hammered watching this game yeah but uh one of the things we were you know, because we we wanted to see Coach K go down. One of the things we kept saying, um, as a slight on Coach K, was uh, Duke missing like three out of their last five free throws. 
uh, down the stretch. They kept missing big free throws. And it's the sign of a poorly coached team. These kids can't hit their throws. Yeah. That's a reflection of the coach. Um, and, I mean, it's a different game. Duke missed. Uh, here, I could pull it up. Let's see what they, they shot from the line. Oh, oh, almost as good as no Coach K, no Theo John. Get him the hell out of yeah. here. Yeah, no, he, he thinks he probably thinks he's, like, one of Coach K's boys now, like... This man's coached like Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving. Like. Duke, 12 of 20 from the line, 60%. Yeah, it's not um, going to get it done. Normally, 5 of 22 from deep, um, 41% overall. Um, pretty wild. You see an 81-80 or 81-77 game where neither team shot over 42%. Um, A lot of tempo. 17 of 24, so 70% uh, percent from the line for UNC. That's the difference. I mean, everyone harps on it early in March. You know, the senior guards, you get the guards that won't turn it over, that'll play an efficient game. And if you hit your free throws, you put yourself, you will be there at the end of the game. You know, if you hit your free throws, no matter what the variance is between that's skill levels. That's why Villanova always does so well. They had they were the best free throw percentage in the in the nation this year. Like it's, at all time. Greatest really? greatest team three free throw percentage of all time. I didn't this even year. know that, but eighty six percent. Yeah, there's a reason why that translates to success. Like it's it's you saw it Duke and you can have what every single five star in the world, but like it things like that in basketball matter. Like defensive stop like just like gritty defensive stop, like hitting your free throws down the stretch in a tournament like that are the things that that matter. And in a game where everything is so compact and everything happens so fast, momentum in basketball is everything. That's why you see a team that. That's why you see uh, North Carolina going on a eighteen to two run against Kansas. You know what I mean? There should that should never happen. The reason that happens is momentum and. One of the things that happened in that championship game, Puff Johnson in off the bench, buries a three, sprints back down, guards, gets in position, takes a charge. And I think this is before he just started uking all over the yeah. floor. But throw, the entire stadium was erupting. His yeah. teammates, you see the emotion. Like, there is no play that could, even though, yeah, you didn't score on the charge, but you know that you just put yourself in such a better position to go down and get a big bucket, and it just builds. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Hubert just, Davis is a great coach. He did a great job this year with this team. I mean, they clearly didn't have depth, obviously, and they just went on a Cinderella run. I mean, they're in, yeah, they were in 19, 18. Yeah. Um, but uh, any last thoughts on this game? Um, obviously, Caleb Love, to 28-piece, just hit big shot after big shot down the stretch. Um, so yeah, that was the swan song for Coach K. Uh, I guess the last thing would be when he went and gave yeah. Armando Baycott this weird little like creepy belly rub um, after the game. That was supposed to be some sweet like viral video of Coach K making sure he was all right um, because obviously everyone in the media just worships him. But I thought it was really creepy. Um, I don't know. Did you see the video? Yeah, I saw it. No, yeah, he probably, uh, who knows? He's, he's like fingering his belly button or yeah, some weird yeah. shit. And, and Armando was clearly kind of weirded out. Um, so is, is Jeremy Roach just the next Trayvon Duvall? <laughs> I mean, he, he probably he probably declared already. Who knows? He yeah. probably is. 
I mean, Trey Duvall was like the number one point guard in the country. Yeah, he's probably bagging groceries yeah. now. I don't know where he is. Uh, no, when Playing I when Turkey I grabbed Bo- Bratz for opening day, he was at Kroger. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, he had, he asked if I wanted a Kroger gift card I said, or a Kroger rewards card. I said no. Um, I guess on to the natty. We go with that. Yep. Um, so if Duke UNC Another, yeah, was if Duke UNC again. was the game of the tournament, um. I'd say these two share the title, yeah. Um, because obviously, like I mentioned earlier, there was that like eighteen oh run to end the half, where what was that fourteen at half, fourteen point game at half, 50, 15, 40 to point, 15 point game at half, um, and Kansas came out what nine nothing, and we're looking very nice. It looked like it was going to be Kansas kind of in cruise control. Like, yeah, it was an um, absolute game of runs. But it wasn't. Yeah, it, that's the best way to put it. it was a game of runs. And um, Georgie's Georgie's Jayhawks got it done. Uh, Bill Self is probably uh, in cirrhosis right now from just absolutely demolishing bottles. Yeah, one of those. Like, good one for of those him. Kansas fans is gonna be, they they're on the uh, the organ donor list. Doesn't matter. He'll, they'll give him they'll give him part of his liver or part of their liver for Self for that natty. That's like part of you know how they have that. Have you seen this shit about getting and what you have to do to get into like a student? Ticket at the at the Jayhawks games no. at Allen. Is it some like? It's like, dude, you shit? have to wait like for days outside, yeah, waiting no for a ticket. I'll, you know, I'll like claim, I'll claim my Dayton voucher yeah. and go to the game. <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy process of doing it. So they probably on their voucher you have to like sign that you might if you're a match for a, a liver transplant <laughs> uh, you don't have a choice like you sell your soul to be able to give organs to bill just, self just on the off chance that it fails yeah self, um, it's coming yeah it's, but, it's the same with the the fbi will be at his doorstep with, with a new liver while <laughs> so he can survive their uh, questioning but. um yeah but obviously we had george on on our last episode um talking about the coach k making the calls um I think he was right. Uh, I agree with all he said, and I'm happy for the kid. Uh, he sent some videos in. It was bedlam out there. Um, I do, I do like seeing Kansas win it, just because that's you know where it all started. That's Naismith, you know, everything. Uh-huh. It's birthplace. It just you know bring it home type shit. Um, but yeah, what points on this game, Mart? Yeah, I, there was. I mean. North Carolina, it, it it caught up to them when you play a team like Kansas, where they. I also North Carolina was the walking wounded. Like they're they're like Vietnam, like stretching these kids off the floor. <laughs> Armando like, Baycott like tore four ligaments in different points in that game yeah. and would come out for thirty seconds and then they just shoot him up and get him back. I in. know Caleb Love's just walking and just sprains his ankle. <laughs> like what is like I don't. And Puff Johnson hits a three and then starts throwing up on the court. Yeah, and p- falling in it. Throwing up in championship games is now zero and two. McNabb lost that, and now Puff Johnson. Oh, yeah. It's it's like the omen. It's the black cat. It is. It's like you remember that we talked about the race to sixty nine. Yeah. Um, so that obviously is more frequently occurring than throwing up. But if someone throws up in the middle of a game, hammer the other team yeah, money line. Live bet, instant live bet. Hammer money well, line. Who's gonna be the one to, to break the mold and and throw up and win? In college. In anything, any sport, anything. It'll probably be some clown in like the NHL or something like, like Braden Point will just puke <laughs> and the Lightning will win it all. I don't know. K 
Cam Johnson? Is yeah, it a brother it, thing? Yeah, Cam Johnson in a playoff game this year throws up. No, maybe it, it get, would have to be the NBA Finals, like Game Seven, just yuking. Like yukes on Chris Paul. They got to stop the game, get <laughs> yeah. new threads, and then Chris Paul to Cam Johnson for a big three to hit yeah. it. All right, I'll, I'll say yeah. I'll go. It runs in the family. Just. Um, yeah, I mean, what's that? Like, what is that? I mean, everyone had that when you were little. You know, kids would just yeah. throw up in class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the, the, the sawdust, the, yeah. the janitor, <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Coming in with that. Everybody knows that sawdust. Everyone kind of gets that. Everyone gets out of the classroom and the janitor goes in. It just reeks. Yeah. We oh. had a kid once, this kid Moeed. That was his name, Moeed. Um, threw up on this kid, Joey Farber, in class. And, uh, Joey is short temper. He kind of yeah. lost it. So obviously that's a health hazard, you know. But you know, it's stomach acid. Yeah. <laughs> so they send Joey disgusting. home. Send Joey home. Um, new threads on. You know, fresh, showered, clean. All right. Second half of the day. Moeed did not leave school. I've I've never heard of that. He didn't leave school. He stayed because he didn't have anyone to pick him up. Yeah. Moeed. As luck might have it, threw up on Joey a second time that day, and um, that's that's like it's it's so improbable. He should have bought a lottery. Like the second time, it wasn't like all over him, but like on the shoes a little bit. You know what I mean? Because they just sitting together. So this Um, kid was just spewing. This (laughs) yeah, and this kid was the one of the tiniest little shits you'd ever seen, and you you wouldn't have thought you could fit that much into his body. Another one was a, a great one was. Um, <laughs> I'm just picturing like, like he keeps throwing, like he's throwing up like a whole fish, like just something that's <laughs> just none of it is like like thumbtacks or something, like just all these different a things. Ra- are, those erasers you put on like the back of your pencil, uh, just full. Uh, no, the the other one was um, drive there. My buddy driving to a uh, a baseball tournament. And his brothers in the back seat, or his brothers in the front seat. They're going down the highway, running late. Uh, kid feels it, got a uke. Dad, hey, roll down, just roll down the window. You know, stick your head out, get it all out because we can't stop. Like we're going eighty. Um, bless you. Thank you. He goes, throws up, but um, kid in the back. <laughs> window down window yeah. down with headphones in not, not paying before, attention yeah. and gets rinsed yeah. and oh. then it's like that would be the word I'd rather die um, but it's enough on that um, <laughs> the Kansas Jayhawks are national and, champions and, and other news yeah in other news the Kansas Jayhawks are national champions um, Baylor last year was I think probably the closest to winning in both. I do not think Kansas will replicate this in the coming football yeah. season. Well, yeah, Puka Williams is gone now, so they're they're screwed. But I'm I'm looking back. Do you think that 2021 Baylor team is one of the best teams ever? As I think that like just everything that they had, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, who the hell was gonna beat that? I team? mean, I honestly think that Gonzaga team is one of the best teams ever too. Yeah, I and know. Look what they they handled they, them. They would have they would have wiped. The I love. I the watched this year. I watched. You would have thought I was I was like a Baylor alum. How much Baylor I watched last year, and the one thing that I didn't like personally was they had that huge undefeated start. They lost their first game after being in COVID for like two weeks. So they hadn't played, hadn't been with each other, like all the protocols, and they come back 
and they dropped a couple. I'm like, this is not. I wouldn't be surprised if this team was 30 and 0 at the end of the season if yeah. they didn't have this shit happen to them. Um, that's why I rode them to the national. Them beating Gonzaga in the national championship, um, dude. They. Yeah, I I would say you I would say they're be, up you know there. They're of? up there for sure. The one of the greatest matchups in college basketball history would be that that Nova team that blew out Michigan by like forty in the title game versus yeah. that Baylor team. Just like that was that was Brunson, uh, Archdiacono, like Mikhail Omari Bridges. Spellman, Bridges versus that Baylor with like Davion Mitchell, um, Butler, Jared Butler. Oh, that'd be an unbelievable game. Mark Mark Vitale versus Omari Spellman oh. just bodying in the post. <laughs> God, yeah, no, that team was so fun. Both those teams are so fun to watch. Um, this Kansas team's pretty damn good too. Um, in terms of just having yeah. just so much scoring at every position, and they put on McCormick was putting on an absolute block party to start that game. They were just glassing everyone. Armando's getting everything sent back. Um, I think it's safe to say the best team in the country won the national championship this year. Um, but with that being said, the Dayton Flyers took down the mighty Jayhawk a couple months ago. So we're essentially so, national champions. Yeah, um, we haven't get we haven't gotten the trophy yeah, yet. Our, our our banner raisings next week actually, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, and we actually we beat what we beat like four conference champion. We beat Kansas. Miami. Miami. No, they didn't win. Miami didn't win the ACC. Vatak. Miami was in the Elite Eight. We beat two Elite we, Eight teams. We beat Vatak, yeah. um, who won the ACC. Tournament, we beat yeah. Richmond, who won the A-10. Yeah. Um, there might have been another, but that's three. Yeah. Three conference champions went down. Um, yeah, but do you have a favorite moment from this uh, this season? Because it was a very good year, I think, for college basketball. Um, favorite moment? I, I, could, I could give I you would mine. Say, I would say... Well, no, ah, it's hard. I mean, how, how can you not say? Uh, I mean, Amzil's an absolute trash can. He stinks, but <laughs> he uh, he did hit the game winner against Kansas. That was nuts. You got that one. You got Blake Wesley gaming Kentucky from from the free throw line. That was great. Uh, you got uh, what's his face on Virginia, the guy who hit the three to game oh, Duke. Yeah. whatever his name is. That was great. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, Mine, mine would be just because I'll, it was just an unforgettable moment for me. You guys were all at um, Jackass, so I was in yeah. the house alone, and Auburn, Arkansas was like the headline game on ESPN Plus. Um, back in one of the greatest games I've ever watched. Plus, it's just like a Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just having a like. I had work to do, and I usually don't drink on Tuesdays. But the game was so good, I was like felt obligated to have a couple beers, yeah. and I did. And uh, Arkansas, and this is Auburn's first loss, I believe, uh, first or second loss. So they were still number one or two in the country. And Arkansas down five, goes on a little run. Auburn's got one shot um, to tie, uh, miss it. They ball gets stolen. They kick it out. As the buzzer goes down, kid throws down an absolute hammer, Sinat or in synchronized with the lights, just dropping, and the and this uh, crowd just storming the court just all at once as he's still hanging on the rim, and it was just one of the most electrifying ends of a game I've ever seen. 
Um, like that was the essence of college basketball. Yeah. You know, like the atmosphere, the fans, just the rivalry, you know, everything. So that would be mine. Um, I'm glad Duke didn't win the national championship. That would have yeah, put no a damper. Um, the hell out of here with that. Uh, we'll have to have Georgie call in another uh, t- talk uh, talk to us about what campus has been like because I'm sure it's – did they cancel week. classes for the rest of the semester? I mean, yeah. um, I don't know. But um, anything else? No, good season. Yeah, good season. So, uh, um, yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah, keep keep it rolling. The Flyers will be back next year, that's for damn sure, but we'll be solid. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to next year already. It's going to suck not having games, but. Yeah, um, on to 2022-2023. 20, yep. All right, we're out.